Hello! Today's a very special episode for my Christian entrepreneurs or folks that are aspiring Christian entrepreneurs. Maybe you've had the dream for a while to create a business. Maybe you have a hobby or you have a side hustle and you're like, you know what? I want to make this legit. I want to pursue this. I need new strategy. I need a fresh focus. I created the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint to help you create a real business based on godly principles. It has over 45 video tutorials. I give you all the goodies. The link is in the show notes if you want to learn a little bit more. But today, I wanted to share with you a very special conversation that I had with my personal bookkeeper, Liana. She's amazing. And I actually brought her into the course to teach bookkeeping setting up QuickBooks and the importance of it because I made so many mistakes throughout the years uh, starting and running Horatio Printing over the past couple years. And Liana really helped me get back on track and she really explains why this is so critical. And so if you're like, I need help, I think I need a bookkeeper, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, this episode is gonna be for you. She is a really great teacher. And so I wanted to let her wisdom be shared with you. So it's an hour and a half training in our academy, which is one section of a really critical module on money and setting up your operations. So this training is actually an hour and a half, but I'm gonna give you the front section of that training. And if you wanna learn more and if this seems interesting to you and something you'd want, you can click the link below and learn more about this course and pray over it, see if this makes sense. Um, for you this year. And I am standing by if you have any questions at all. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Okay, welcome back, you guys. I am so excited. I have the incredibly talented and uh, gifted Liana Cross. She is my personal bookkeeper in Saving Grace. She has helped me through um, a journey of really just getting all my stuff cleaned up. And this is what she does for a living locally. She's in town. And so it's been so fun getting to know her, but we've had coffee a couple times and gone through my books and the stuff that she's taught me, I thought I knew what I was doing, but I, I didn't. And so I, as I was setting up the final lessons for module four, I thought I have to bring her on because she has really helped me kind of open my eyes and really see how clean my books can be, which is such a good feeling. And so I'm going to have her on and she's going to go through bookkeeping 101, like super basic stuff. We're going to go through her tips and also how to get started. So welcome. Hi. Yay. Hello. So tell me a little bit, uh, just tell the Academy students, I guess, like how you jumped into this career and like specifically setting up your own little business. 
Yeah. So um, I started my career in public accounting. So I was in public accounting for five years and I loved it. I'm a mega nerd. I like numbers. I'm weird. Um, but that's just what I liked and what I was good at. So I did five years in public accounting, but got to a point where I needed better work-life balance. And so I left, um, went to private accounting and everyone warned me, it's really hard to go to private once you've been in public. And they were right. I just wanted variety. I loved working with a variety of businesses. Um, that was definitely what was fulfilling for me. So around that time, I started getting a lot of calls from people needing bookkeeping. And so um, answered some of those calls and realized that I could kind of create the same dynamic of getting to work with a variety of businesses without the stress of tax season. So about five and a half years ago, I launched Local Bean Counter and um, just started doing freelance bookkeeping work. So I love it. It's, um, it's still a good mix. I'm never bored, but I am in control of how much work I take on and when I work and all of those other things. Of course, we know each other from bar as well. So I also teach bar classes, which that was part of leaving public accounting. I felt like I had all these different interests and I felt like it was like 100% accounting and 0% anything else. And when I left public, I was able to be a bar instructor and a bookkeeper and um, have a family and do lots of different things. So that's how I landed here. I've been, I guess, in accounting now for over 10 years and I've been in specifically bookkeeping for um, almost six years. So yeah. And they go hand in hand. It's so critical to have clean books to do your tax as well. And that's, yes. what's so amazing about Liana is that she was a CPA, right? She was someone that would do your taxes. So she's got that knowledge, but bookkeeping is her bread and butter and her specialty and what, how she supports people which then lets the handoff to a CPA be so smooth, um, which is really important. And, and your books really matter. Like if you are unable to see the scoreboard of how you're doing in this game of running a business, like you won't know if you're winning or losing, you can be completely in the dark. And typically as entrepreneurs, we're very optimistic <laughs> of how things are going and um, we can be unrealistic or just in the dark. And that's a bad place to be. It's better to be blunt and hyper aware of your numbers because it's indicative of your future success. And so we're going to dive in and um, I just love what you've done because everyone here in this course, you know, they're on their journey of starting their business and creating a life where they have time to pursue their interests or have time to um, be with their family more. And so you've done that and you're a case study of that. So that's super cool. And of course, I'm going to put all of Liana's information below her website, her contact information. So you'll see that um, so you can connect with her. <clears throat> So let's start with my first question for you. Why do your books matter? And like, why would starting early be a good idea? I could probably answer this because I learned the hard way. <laughs> You've been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think beyond just trying to prevent a mess, I've also, I feel like every entrepreneur I talk to talks about how stressed they feel about not being in compliance, not having things organized, like, are my taxes going to be filed correctly? I feel like even though entrepreneurs are focused on 
whatever it is they're selling or creating. And that's why they are entrepreneurs. They're focused on that. There's also like this little part of them that like knows that they should be taking care of that. And it causes them a lot of stress. And I always feel so bad when I finally do get on a call and they're like, you have no idea how relieved I am. Like I've been so stressed about this. And so I feel like even if you are kind of shoving it to the back of your mind, like it is something that is stressing you. And so the sooner you deal with it, the better. Um, so that's one reason just to take that stress out. It's going to be looming until you deal with it. The government, the IRS, like it sounds so scary. And usually it's not that difficult. It's just taking that step to find the person to help you. Um, but beyond that, yes, like let's prevent messes. So <laughs> the longer you go without getting things organized, the more likely it is that a, you're going to do something wrong. B you're going to forget what you did. So especially when people are starting their business, they might use personal credit cards. They might use, they might start their business checking account three months into their business. So the longer you go before you're like, okay, here's all my stuff. Let's get it organized. The greater likelihood that you're going to miss out on expenses you could have deducted or, um, things are just going to get more complicated. So of course, like, you know, like I said, most entrepreneurs are like, this is my dream. Let's do it. <laughs> like accounting, like what accounting? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the sooner that you can just be like, this is a priority. This is something that's going to save me money in the long run. This is something that's going to help me be less stressed in the long run. You know, put it on your little to-do list, top of the to-do list, make it happen, find the right person. Um, yeah, it's important. That's so critical. Uh, it, it doesn't always feel urgent right? Mm -hmm. But it's important. And then all of a sudden down the road, it becomes urgent. It catches on fire. And that's mm -hmm. what we don't want. We want to prevent fires yes. <laughs> by, by being organized at the beginning. I love what you said about how um, you can put stuff on a personal account. And if that gets messy or lost, you can for lose out on a deduction. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell people how important that is. Like if you are um, starting this business as a side hustle and you're currently paying taxes at your full-time job, every loss in your small business is cash money back in your pocket. When it comes to mm -hmm. tax return season, I call it like finding the treasure. You need mm -hmm. to find every single possible deduction in your business so that you can get that maximum refund, which is another way to keep your business going. Um, so it's critical. It's a way to, you know, have more success in your business. And mm -hmm. so and it's money in your pocket potentially. And if you miss out on that or forget about it uh, and overlook it, then it's wasted money that could have gone back into more inventory or new investments to grow your business. Absolutely. And the further you get away from that mark, like say you don't find a bookkeeper until you're a year into your business. Um, that's just that further, uh, you know, for you to have to go and think like, well, what card did I use? Is that my AMX? Was that my capital one? You know, you're going way back and then you're going through Amazon charges. Like, wait, was that a personal Amazon? Was I buying business supplies? Like all these questions. So um, yeah, the sooner the better. Mm, that's good. So let's dive into your top tips for somebody with bookkeeping getting started. So my number one tip, I guess, or just one, something we should talk about eventually is that I think a lot of people think of a tax accountant and a bookkeeper as the same thing. And that's my number one thing that I've kind of tried to educate people on is that your tax person really probably doesn't necessarily want to do your books. Um, and it's going to be a little bit more expensive if they're cleaning up and doing your books and your bookkeeper doesn't want to do your taxes. <laughs> um, 
you know, taxes are complicated. It, especially in this day and age, it takes a ton of continuing education to stay relevant and to stay in the know of what's going on with tax law changes. And so you absolutely want a professional. You want somebody that that is their career. They do taxes. That is the person you want doing their tax return. I get asked all the time um, about doing taxes, mainly because I do keep my license active. I am still currently a CPA. I could sign returns. But for me, it doesn't make sense because I haven't made it my mission to stay proficient in that. So that's not my thing. Um, But the biggest thing is that you know, your tax person is focused on filing your taxes. And so they don't want to be in the weeds of your books necessarily. That's something for somebody else to do at a lower billable rate. So my my first thing is just making sure that as you're looking for the right people to work with, you find these two people um, and hopefully they're going to work well together and they're going to communicate well. Um, and, you know, you're going to find a bookkeeper that's proficient in bookkeeping and you're going to find a tax accountant that's proficient in tax. And those are kind of like your two key people when it comes to this financial direction of your company. That's yeah, great. Can you expand on that? Or? No, no, I think, I think you nailed it. You nailed it. Absolutely. And do you think it's critical to find someone local to your state when it comes to a bookkeeper and a CPA for both or at least one? I think especially when it comes to your tax person, having someone local to your state can help because probably what they're filing most often is local Uh, tax returns. So you have not only federal taxes, but you have state taxes and every state is so different. It's super annoying. (laughs) That was, (laughs) I hated that when I worked in public accounting, you would get another business and you'd be like, oh great. Like they're in New York or they're in California. And every state is so different with their local tax laws that having someone local for tax purposes can definitely help a lot. Not to say that you couldn't have somebody um, that isn't local. It's really just going to depend on what that person specializes in. If they happen to have a lot of clients in your state, they might already be proficient in your state. Um, But yeah, I think having a tax person local is very helpful. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Check, check. So let's dive into your second tip. Okay. So I guess let's talk about QuickBooks. I know there's a lot of different accounting softwares out there, and this is not to say that you absolutely have to use QuickBooks, but I'll just give you some points to think about. So QuickBooks is really popular. A lot of people use QuickBooks. One of the things that means is there's going to be a lot of resources out there. So even as a bookkeeper, I am not all knowing perfect. I too am known to Google things. So when you're working with something like QuickBooks online, there's tons of forums, there's tons of information out there. So if you come against an an issue, chances are someone's dealt with it. Um, There are other accounting softwares out there. They're just not quite as big yet. So you may or may not find somebody that was exactly in your situation. Um, So that's one of the things I love about QuickBooks Online. The other thing is it's obviously um, online. The online version is cloud-based, which I think is important just because so much stuff is moving to the cloud that this is where companies are investing their resources is on their cloud-based products. So let's not fight it. (laughs) You know, like let's get on board. There's so many benefits of the cloud. You can access it anywhere. Your bookkeeper and you can be in the file in the exact same time. So Polly and I could be on a call together and we could both be working in um, in that file. And she could be in Florida and I could be in Ireland. You know, it's that's the beauty of the cloud. The other thing about QuickBooks Online, and I, I think this is true of most accounting softwares, but specifically QuickBooks Online has great artificial intelligence. So mm-hmm. basically AI is like this big, like buzzy term, like, ooh, AI. But basically all that means is that they're coding their software to better recognize the transactions that you're making 
so that they can automatically record them for you. So if you are getting a utility bill from your provider each month, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so here in Chattanooga, um, I have EPB. So say I paid for my internet with EPB every month. I would basically tell QuickBooks Online, hey, when you see EPB, I want you to record that to internet expenses. And I set that rule up and it's done. Then um, you can do that for anything that's reoccurring. So, so yeah, great, great AI, great cloud-based. I'm just a big fan. I'm a big fan of QuickBooks Online. Again, so many people use it that it's easy to find somebody that's run into issues that you're having. Great reporting, great customization. So yeah, that's what I use. So highly recommend it as well. It's the it's also nice because the bigger players in the game have typically built more partnerships with other big players. Exactly. Yes. Um, that's another reason why I like Shopify because Shopify is so big that every app, when they're coming out, they're going to first work on their Shopify integration. Exactly. Like that's going to yes. be the most important one. So, you know, if the new thing comes out and it's like, oh, I want to integrate that to my website. It's like, well, Shopify is where you're going to probably get first dibs. And that's what's so great exactly. if you want to try new things. And QuickBooks has tons of integrations mm -hmm. depending on what you need it for. So that's another good reason. Yes, that's absolutely. That's huge. A lot of apps are geared towards integrating with QuickBooks. So yes. Definitely. So we need a bookkeeper and a CPA. Mm -hmm. We need to get our QuickBooks account, which we're going to be going through QuickBooks a little more of the basics of setting up that account. But what other big things would you say are, is critical for people as they're getting started with focusing on their book? Especially at the beginning, the sooner that you can separate your business and personal accounts, the better. And most people think of checking right away. So I think one of the common things is people are like, all right, I've got my business. Maybe you've got your EIN number and you're like ready to go and you go and open your checking account, but then you still use your personal credit card for everything. And it's like, ah, so, um, as a bookkeeper, uh, you know, I'll like go through this and like, yeah, I've got my checking and this. And then they're like, now I do have this credit card. And I'm like, no. So, um, and I know I've never been points. guilty of that. Yeah, right? I don't kidding. know anybody that's ever done that. Um, every <laughs> single entrepreneur I work with and me included, when I first started my business, I'm pretty sure I used my AMX for some things. I was like, let's get these points. Like, mm -hmm. uh, so if you're going to do that, a like keep very good records, like print your statements out, highlight your personal stuff, like keep great records. But the sooner that you can get, you know, a business credit card for your business, if that's the route you want to go, the sooner that you can get it completely separate, the better. It's just going to, it's going to prevent you having to go to a lot of places to track things down. Also like speaking to like QuickBooks, what's the right word? Like efficiencies. If I'm able to go in and pull all your transactions in one place and import them, it's going to take me a lot less time than if you're like, hey, I use this card for 10 trains. If you're giving me like piecemeal stuff that I can't really like sync together and import into QuickBooks, it's just going to take me more time, which again, it's not impossible, but as an entrepreneur, like you want to save money. You don't want to pay a bookkeeper their billable rate to go through all your stuff. Like if you're able to give them really succinct stuff the faster they're going to be able to do it, the less that they're going to bill you, it's going to save you money. That's amazing. And that's so critical is about saving money and being efficient. And sometimes you need a business credit card. I, you know, I try to steer people away from debt, but there's times mm -hmm. where you need to put something on a card. So just go ahead and open up that card and keep it, you know, paid off and keep it separate, keep it separate coming from the girl who has yes. made all the mistakes in all the ways that, uh, <laughs> that she's advising us not to job. Yeah. Well, I, um, I actually <laughs> am pretty debt averse as well. I think 
naturally because I'm a CPA. I'm like, oh, debt. But it is something that I commonly see entrepreneurs use. And as a bookkeeper, I'm the person that's in everybody's like accounts. So I know all the things. Yeah. And um, I've seen it leveraged for good. And I've seen it gone really bad as well. Like really, mm-hmm. really bad where I'm like, oh, they've got to be stressed out about this. Like they've got all this debt. And so yeah, it is something we're not here, I guess, to give like financial advice, but yeah. Um, yeah, use it very carefully for sure. Yeah. And like one of the reasons why this matters so much, because we could be like, oh, well, whatever. I, I just need to act quickly because sometimes you're in a pickle, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason why this matters and why you should do something about it soon in terms of separating is uh, one of the key things that took me a long time to learn is there's this thing called reconciling. <laughs> and you need to be able to reconcile your accounts. And if you have an account that is a hodgepodge mix of personal and business expenses, mm-hmm. it's near impossible to reconcile because that account includes personal expenses and business expenses. Mm-hmm. And you have to have clean books when it comes to being able to report on your business, especially once you go from an LLC to an S corp one day, if that's the route you take, you have to have extremely strict bookkeeping and you can't reconcile an account that is mixed with business and personal. You can, in a way, I guess there's ways to get around it, but gosh, it is. A well, then basically mind. you have your bookkeeper dealing with both your personal and your business. So it's like, you know, you're already paying your bookkeeper to reconcile your business stuff, but then you're saying like, Oh, all these personal transactions. Now you have to shift sift through as well. And you know, why bother to have them, pay, you know, do that if it's easy to, to prevent that. So, yeah. So that's another reason why we don't want to go that route. Go ahead, open up your accounts and connect them uh, to QuickBooks, but, but more importantly, separate them. So you're not putting mm-hmm. business expenses on your personal debit card or credit card. You okay. know, where I see people run into a lot of issues too is um, reoccurring payments. So I don't know, maybe this can be like a good old Monday task for you, Mm -hmm. but mainly I see a lot of people like when they first start their business, they like, okay, I just, I keep using internet as as an example, but we all need internet for our business. Right. So they, they just, it's on their personal card and it hits their card every month. And so every month they're like, oh yeah, I need to switch that to my business checking. And they just never do. And so you've got like four or five things that just hit your card every month. It's that reoccurring auto draft payment. And so I find like those are the hardest ones for people to switch just because they are hitting automatically. And by the time they remember, it's because it hit and then they never get to it. So, I mean, maybe that's an action task you can do is like sit down and write down every reoccurring auto draft that you have that's business related and like make it a morning and go in, log into every single account, put in your business checking, go ahead and switch it over and just switch those things over. Cause that's something I see even entrepreneurs like years down the road, they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, like my, yeah. you know, my, whatchamacallit bill still gets charged to my capital one. And I'm like, okay, let's switch that over. You know, yeah, especially but things like if it's an annual charge, like a website yes. fee or something. And like, so it's really show. easy to forget about that. Cause mm-hmm. you only see that once a year and you're once like, oh, yeah. darn again, here it is. <laughs> and <dang> uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Like if you yeah. sign up for Squarespace and if those startup costs from your startup yes. sheet that you were working on those things you might've put on the personal cause you were just starting up and mm-hmm. you need to go through and do what she just said. And I'm sure I have some that I need to do too. So that's good for me. Yay. I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> a task item for you, Polly. Let me know. Yeah. If there's yeah. else You're like, I actually threw that in there because I saw that on your books. Okay. That's a big thing. Auto drafts, especially for startups and especially in this day and age of like apps and things. I've had a lot of clients that you'd be surprised, like how many, like 9.99, 14.99, like these auto drafts for, you know, Google storage and this and that. And so, yeah, better you can organize them. 
that's best. I think that's the basics as far as like things to think about before you take the action step of signing up for QuickBooks. So yeah, the biggest thing is just act, you know, thinking about the key players that you want, thinking about separating your accounts. And then, you know, when you do talk with a bookkeeper and you take that step of setting up QuickBooks online, things that they're going to ask you is like, you know, what business checking accounts do you have? What business credit cards do you have? So kind of like just the picture of your business. So just keeping all of those things in mind, going into the next step of signing up for QuickBooks. Okay. So let's take the next step and show folks QuickBooks online. Um, We'll be diving into that and you'll just kind of be our little tour guide around and see what's going on. The nerdiest tour guide ever. I'm going to tour you through QuickBooks. (laughs) Keep your arms and legs in the vehicle at all times. (laughs) Okay. Okay, great. All right. Let's dive in there. Okay, that is it. We're going to wrap it right there. Hopefully this gave you some really critical things to think about from my session of the Faithfield Business Blueprint with Liana, my personal bookkeeper. She's amazing, isn't she? Um, So if you are like, you know what? I need more support. I need to keep going with this. I need to set up my QuickBooks. I need to set up my accounting. I need to set up my business bank accounts. I need all the things. In this course, you're going to get all of my resources. At the end of this course, you're going to have a business plan, a business model, a launch plan. You're going to have my pre-business checklist. You're going to have all of my resources. So I don't want anything to hold you back today. And if you want 15% off this course, I will personally text you a discount code. Okay, so open up your phone and I want you to text to the number 877-387-6348. That number is 877-387-6348. And text the word podcast. So I know that you've just listened to this podcast and I, that'll trigger me and I will send you 15% off the Faithful Business Blueprint and a link to the course so you can check it out a little more. And of course, if you have any questions, you can text that number after you text me the word podcast. You can reply back with like any questions you have about the course, like, is this for me? And there's obviously a lot more details within our Academy website, which is thedreamerinyou.com. But I hope this resource was helpful for you. And I hope it inspires you to get your ducks in a row and do things the right way. Because, you know, if you imagine like your business is God's business, period. And if this is God's business, the accounting needs to be clean. Like we need to do things with excellence because your business is God's business. Okay. So I hope this was helpful for you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the dream planning podcast. I hope today's episode blessed you. And if it did, it would mean the world to me. If you could leave a quick 15 second review on iTunes or Apple podcast, I read every single one. And I want to make sure first and foremost, you're going to get your 2022 dream planner. I have a code for you. If you haven't bought yours yet, use the code podcast one five to get 15% off your purchase today at HoratioPrinting.com. And secondly, I want to make sure you know about the incredible resources we have inside of the Horatio Printing Academy. This academy lives over at thedreamerinyou.com. We have our dream crafting course to really help you become who you're called to become and to dream big. And then we have our faith-filled business blueprint for our Christian entrepreneurs out there. 
to help you craft your business plan, your business model, your launch plan, and really do it with God in the center. You can use that code podcast15 to get 15% off everything. So make sure you jump over there, learn more, and I just want you to know the best is yet to come.